If you seem to keep getting hit by life over and over, do not quit. Seek out help from those who can help you. Never stop believing in yourself. And for every bad hand that you get dealt, just remember, in every hand, you've got those two fingers, the peace sign. I see my victory so clear. Okay, Fit Farm fam, so I want to do this podcast episode a little differently this week. So this episode was created based on the DMs I've been getting from a lot of you telling me something really concerning. I've been hearing from a lot of you who have shared with me that you have people in your life who are either not supporting your dreams and goals or are blatantly hating on you and telling you things like, you need to be realistic. Why can't you just be happy working a nine to five? You don't have what it takes. Your head is in the clouds. So I want to share with you two tips to turn down the noise, but before we get to those, I wanna share three stories with you so that you really get what I'm about to share. The first story I want to tell you is of a young man who was trying to get started making a living doing something he was passionate about. He had a strong interest in creative writing, so he started working at a newspaper. Not long after he started at the age of 22, he was fired from his job by his editor who told him that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. After he was fired, he tried again and created his first animation studio, which eventually went bankrupt. So with only 40 bucks in his pocket, he set out to Los Angeles only to find that Hollywood didn't have any animation studios. So he persisted and created a cartoon character that came to be known as Mickey Mouse. This young man was in fact Walt Disney. And today, the net worth of the Walt Disney Company is worth 130 billion, with a B, dollars. But that's not the most impressive part. So Walt Disney himself passed away in 1966, 54 years ago. And still to this day, Walt Disney's legacy continues to live on and innovate the world with things like Disney Plus and beyond. This famous failure of adversity shows us that when you have people telling you that you don't have what it takes, when you see the vision and the dream that you can manifest, but other people can't see that, you have to see what no one else can see. That is key in your journey of going to where you want to go, especially if you're just starting out. So let me throw you another one. How about this story? Focuses on adversity specific to your life circumstances. Okay, so this story is about a woman who was literally down on her luck. She was broke to the point of living on welfare. She had no job and just went through a really tough divorce. Despite all of her circumstances though, she kept dreaming and started to write her ideas down. 
She was so broke, she didn't even have a notebook to write her ideas in. So she wrote them down on a napkin. Her simple action of writing grew into a book idea, but her bad luck didn't stop there. She needed a way to bring her book to life, so she went out seeking help and got rejected by 12 different publishers. She didn't listen to the rejection. She didn't listen to people saying this wouldn't work. She kept going until finally she published her book, which then grew into a series and now an entire franchise that's worth over 25 billion with a B dollars. This was the story of JK Rowling and her creation of Harry Potter. But you know the really cool thing with this? She's the first ever billionaire to be removed from the list of billionaires because of her charitable giving. She started in a place where she had no resources, but she asked, how can I be resourceful? And because of overcoming that, she never forgot where she came from and always pays it back. Now, I'm coming up on my third and final story that I want to share with you. This is the story of a young man who started out as a misfit in life. He was picked on and bullied and never really felt like he belonged to a clique in school or even fit in. When he was in the fifth grade, his math teacher reached out to his parents, concerned and saying that their son should consider being held back in math because he was, quote, behind the curve. In middle school, he attempted to learn Spanish because he actually had an interest in the language and the culture. But his performance in the class was so behind that he had to get a tutor just to keep up with the average performance of the class. The only student in that class that needed a tutor, by the way. When he was a sophomore in high school, he got some bad news. His mom was diagnosed with seriously aggressive cancer, who was given less than six months to live at the point of diagnosis. He then had to merge being bullied with battling depression. He pressed on though, and through his mother's struggles, became really focused on the career he wanted to pursue after he graduated high school. But there was just one problem. When he became a college student, he met with his undergraduate academic advisor, who told him the career he chose was extremely competitive and that based on his freshman year performance, he didn't have what it takes and that, quote, you should consider other options. He didn't listen and went on to apply to his professional school that would lead him to his career of purpose. But there was another problem. He was rejected, not just by the one school he wanted to get into, but two other schools that he also applied to. Instead of listening to the rejection, he decided to really buckle down and put in the work to do whatever he could to increase his chances of getting accepted the next time he applied. So he did end up applying the next year. But there was another problem. Now, this time, 
He didn't get rejected, but he also didn't exactly get accepted either. He was waitlisted, which if you boil it down to what that really means, it means that the school says to you, we've sent offers of admission to our top picks, but if they turn down our offer, we'll let you in. So by the skin of his teeth, he was literally the last one to get accepted into his class. He was not going to waste this opportunity that he worked so hard to earn. He became the president of his class. He served in multiple leadership roles. And while president of one organization, it was presented with an award at a national conference as the best small chapter of the year among thousands of students and over a hundred chapters across the country. His last year in school, the dean called him to inform him of a scholarship that she personally awards to the class member she believes to be the most likely to innovate the profession, which consisted of $10,000. This student graduated, went on to live a fulfilling career with a deeper purpose to help his colleagues elevate healthcare through self-care, which led to the creation of a globally influential company, two best-selling books, an international professional speaker, and voted to be the most influential professional in a multi-billion dollar industry. That man is me. This is my story. And how everything you see, from the funny memes I make on Instagram to the very podcast you're listening to right now, started. It started from failure. And that's the point of this whole podcast. Failure is what creates success. There is no shortcut. There is no workaround. There is only work through. For as the saying goes, nothing grows from comfort zones. You grow through what you go through. And by the grace of Jesus Christ, I am with you here today as a servant of him to tell you, you have to fail to win. There is purpose in your pain. Your season of obscurity is not a punishment. It is a preparation for the amazing impact you have the opportunity to make if you keep going. Now, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I told you I wanted to share two tips to turn down the noise from the haters and the people doubting your dreams. And now that I've given you some context, these will make a lot more sense and really be more valuable to the struggles you might be facing right now. Number one, never accept constructive criticism from someone who has not constructed anything. I'll say that again. Never accept constructive criticism from someone who has not constructed anything. If you're working on a project, on a book, on a personal brand, and someone's telling you that you're doing it wrong, or you won't make it, or it's not worth your time, has that person ever created what you're successfully trying to achieve? 99 out of 10 times, they have not. Almost every time. Because people that have know what it takes. They know there's hardship. They know there's adversity. 
So the people that are successful aren't wasting their time putting other people down. It's only the people that have failed and put in the towel that take the time to trash your dreams. And that leads to the number two tip. Don't let someone else's limitations limit your potential. So what I mean by that is if someone's given up, if someone's faced adversity, that's understandable. All of us face hardship. And and to be honest, if you're going on an endeavor and you face adversity, something bad happens to you, someone does you wrong, someone stabs you in the back, uh, some like national pandemic happens that gets in the way of your dreams, and you put that on hold or you just give up on that entirely, no one would blame you. They would actually have compassion and say, I'm sorry that happened. But if you push through that and keep going and ask instead, how is this happening for me to use this as an asset of growth instead of the victim mentality, look what happened to me, woe is me. If you do that, you're telling people and showing them through your actions that you're going to go through this. You're willing to put in the time. And and the reality of this is the people that have given up, who have tried what you're doing and threw in the towel at the first face of adversity, they're actually uncomfortable from what you're doing. They're literally intimidated and feel like you're putting them to shame. You're not doing this intentionally, but they are comparing your persistence with their failure. And the real failure is giving up. That's really the only failure is when you stop trying. And people that have stopped trying but see you keep going, they feel like they're not at your level. They feel like you're making them feel less. And again, you're not doing this intentionally, but this is just the comparison that a lot of people fall into. So that's when you hear things like people saying, Oh, it's going to be hard. You don't, you don't want to do that. You're wasting your time. You work too much. Blah, blah, blah. These are voices from people that have given up, who have tried and stopped because they faced adversity and gave into that. They looked at the hardship and said, this isn't worth it. So when you keep going and you hear kickback from people, you hear the limitations that they've believed get imposed onto your endeavors, realize that's exactly what that is. It's not a personal attack. It's simply their limitations being imposed onto your endeavors. So don't let someone else's limitations limit your potential. Someone less qualified than you is dominating your niche of expertise in pharmacy. Yep, it's true, and you know it. You are the expert at your craft. You put in countless hours of hard work to create your content, and what happens? Someone who is less experienced gets your audience's attention. Their content isn't nearly as good as yours, yet they're growing their brand while yours seems to be going in reverse. The more you put into growing your personal brand, the more stagnant it seems to get. Sound familiar? Everyone seems to be building a brand that's copying yours. It's getting way too competitive. The social media algorithms are always changing, and at this point, it seems impossible to scale on any platform. Building your brand should be empowering, not exhausting. So, 
Would you like me to show you how to build your brand based on the exact method I use to create the Fit Pharmacist? I offer a simple step-by-step solution guiding you through how to create your personalized blueprint to create, maintain, and scale your personal brand with case studies and testimonials to back up the results you too can create. Click the link in the show notes and I'll save you the wasted time and mistakes I made when building my own brands. Don't leave your dreams up to chance. Learn from someone who can help you make them your reality because I've done it myself and I wanna help you do it too. I want you guys right now to do something that will help you remember the concept of this podcast. So unless you're driving or riding your bike, I literally want you to do this right now. I want you to raise your hand and with your hand, with your fingers, make the universal sign for the number two. So most likely your index finger and middle finger are raised. And if you look at it, this is also the universal sign for the peace sign. And I want you to remember this. When you get faced with adversity, with haters, with people telling you that you'll never accomplish X, Y, or Z, throw up the peace sign and remember these stories of people who were told the very same things of how they wouldn't make it. Pop a peace sign and peace out the negativity. If you seem to keep getting hit by life over and over, do not quit. Seek out help from those who can help you. Never stop believing in yourself. And for every bad hand that you get dealt, just remember, in every hand, you've got those two fingers, the peace sign. The struggle will surely suck in the moment, but also realize that the hardship you're facing, it's only going to make your story that much better. So I want to end this podcast with a quote from Steve Jobs, who said, Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. So as you guys can imagine, I put a lot of time and energy into creating every single episode to make sure it over delivers on the quality of content to help each and every one of you. So with everything I'm putting into this, all I ask is this one thing. If you're finding value in this podcast, if you get just one nugget of inspiration or a tip that you feel will help you, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. I cannot tell you how much that means, and it's literally the best compliment and way to support the podcast. The whole reason this exists is to share the stories of people, of myself, of others that I only seek to learn from, who have made something of themselves. They've, they've taken their gift, and they've developed that. They've gone through these hardships, and they've learned a lot along their journey. And they share that with us so that we can learn from them and grow to dispense our full potential. 
That's the whole point of this community is to bring people together that are helping others to get further in their career and their sense of fulfillment. I know that that's one of you listening. I know that you're listening to these podcasts because you want to help others do that. You're here to learn from other people, from their stories, from their struggles, so that you can implement those strategies into helping grow your dream. And I know you want to give back and help others. Maybe you're a P4 pharmacy student and there's a P1 who would love to hear your tips or you're a pharmacist and you would love to help other pharmacy students share in the knowledge that is in this podcast, share in your own tips for what you've learned. It's really fulfilling to help other people along the journey through what you've learned. And I know that you want to be one of those people who give back and contribute to this community to help grow the message and help others in our profession to find their voice and grow to dispense their full potential. And the way to do that costs nothing. All you need to do is go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. And by doing that one simple action that literally takes less than 60 seconds, you can be a contributing member of this community that helps spread this message and gets it to the people who need it most. That's how we're going to grow, and that's how we're going to change healthcare together. It matters. Everything you do matters. So I urge you to take the time to give back and really make your voice matter in the profession of pharmacy and healthcare overall. I really, really appreciate every single one of you for all of the DMs, for reposting the the podcasts, for tagging me on Instagram, for sharing what you've learned and sharing it. Preceptors are making these podcasts part of their curriculum. Pharmacy students are sharing them in their student organization meetings. Professors are sharing these with their students and it means so much I can't even begin to express. That should honestly be a whole episode is thanks to all of you. Seriously, I could go on and on, but I just want to end by saying thank you. Thank you for every single like, comment, repost, share, and of course, rating and review on iTunes. It means a lot and it really helps more people than you realize. So with that, I urge you to be the best version of yourself, to go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless.